Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent, and is the first podcast of the new year, of the new decade. I hope everybody's holidays were a great time with their family and loved ones. Uh, Mine's was was good. No complaints here. Um, And I also hope that everybody has set goals for themselves and will make sure that they do whatever it takes to see that they meet those goals as we head into uh, 2020 as we are rather already here in 2020. Um, today, it can be a potentially sad day as the Patriots dynasty, um, as we know it, could end um, as the Patriots do play today as part of Wildcard Weekend. And that is exactly what this podcast focuses on. Me and the homie Eves uh, chopped it up yesterday and talked about all uh, four games that are taking place this weekend. So we'll be d- diving in depth to those. Um, it's a pretty good episode if you ask me. And... Uh, before we get into that, uh, any news? Yes, yeah, Sports Shop Talk. We will be recording this month. Uh, no dates um, set just yet, um, but but most likely it will be a preview episode on the Super Bowl, as by then we should know um, what teams will be competing um, for the Super Bowl. So be on the lookout for that. And if you haven't already, you, you can subscribe to the YouTube page at Sports Shop Talk, and you can also um, follow us. Uh, Follow on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Sports Shop Talk. Be on the lookout for that. Um, so, without further ado, we can get into it. First podcast of 2020, the Mr. Vincent Podcast, episode 22. Enjoy. So yeah, it's good, good, good to see that you um, that your holidays went well, New Year's and Christmas and everything. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was it was good. Just kept it low key. Looking forward to starting off the year off right. Word. Yeah, new decade. New year. For sure. That's for wild. Sure, for sure. So, so, you, so you, ready, you ready for these games on uh, this weekend? I am. I am. I mean, I've heard a lot of things with uh, with uh, the possibility of this being the end for the Patriots, but we'll see. <laughs> it's definitely going to be an interesting weekend for sure. No, nah, definitely for sure. Yeah, let me, let me talk about the Patriots first. I mean, all we had to do was just win last week against the Dolphins at home. We would have been good, had a had a bye, give Brady, who's an aging Brady right now, time to rest and prepare mm-hmm. for Kansas City in July. Right. But now, no, we are playing now in the wild card round. First time in 10 years. And if we win, we got to go play, play Mahomes in Kansas City out there. Right. Bad. It's so bad. I, I can't believe we lost last week. Um... Here's the thing. I I had a sinking feeling that something like that might happen. Uh, Brian Flores really got those guys playing in the second half of the season. And there's so many, so many guys over there who have such a, like, familiar the Patriots from Brian Flores being a former defensive coordinator and, a, I believe, a DB coach, um, cool. Chad O'Shea, who – who actually ended up getting fired after the end of the season, but um, he was the Patriots' wide receiver coach, and then he he was the OC over there. So there's a little bit of familiarity. So I figured that familiarity plus just you know we always get a good a good game from the Dolphins either. Yeah.
Hello? I'm here. Okay. No, uh, uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking that for the most part, if Ryan Tannehill con- continues the way he's been doing, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the Patriots are going to be going home on Saturday. That's that's what my head says, but my heart says Brady might figure something out. We'll see. Yeah, um, I, you, you have to kind of cut out there for like a minute, so I couldn't quite hear what you said. What we were saying earlier. Um, you t- I know you're talking about okay. Brian Flores having them, and I, credit to him. He that team was looking like the worst team in the history of the NFL. But he did a good job in galvanizing them and like leading them back to finish at the second half strong. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so he again he got them he got them going in the second half of the season. Um, even though he gave away Minka Fitzpatrick and Minka Fitzpatrick has been playing out of his mind. I think he actually made All Pro for the Steelers, which is ridiculous. But um, he with the with the familiarity from being a defensive coordinator. For the for the Patriots and the former DB coach mm-hmm. and Chad O'Shea being a wide receiver coach, I think that familiarity really uh, helped when it came when in terms of game planning and coming into New England and pulling out the win. On the other side of things, it's just it's very disappointing for the Patriots because the Miami defense they were I, I think in DVOA they were like worst in the league, so it's just it's very. It's very concerning that Brady couldn't get anything going in the running game that it looked okay, but they weren't able to get anything going either. It's pretty much been all on the defense. And Stephon Gilmore, he's had a few, he's had a few bad games. Devontae Parker cooked him. Uh, John Brown beat him for that, that huge bomb um, when we played the bills a a few weeks ago. So we'll see. It's, it's, it's not looking good for this weekend, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, so if we lose, do you think it will be the end of the um of the path as we know it, the, the Brady um Belichick combo? I feel like I, I feel like it's a lot of people are saying that, but I feel like Kraft is not going to let that go down. I feel like there is it's going to be there's no way we see Tom Brady in another team's jersey. I think. I think even though they, from what I from what I've been hearing, there's been no contract talks since August. They kind of just shelved it when the the, the uh, season started. Mm-hmm. I do think that I that maybe we're going to see maybe a one or two year deal, uh, just something quick, and and it may be Brady Swan song. I don't know if I I don't know if the the team is going to be able to keep going the way they have. They got to start building for the future and. And unfortunately, that means we got an invested early pick in a quarterback. But it's one of those things where, where you have Brady, Brady um, running the team, it's always a win now kind of deal where we can't afford to do that. So it's it it's definitely like uh, two two things, two really big opposing forces are coming to a head. You know whether or not we want to invest into into getting a win in the short term, or if we want to start preparing. Uh, for the future to come, yeah, man, yeah, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's a tough dilemma that Pat they're gonna have to make a tough decision. I feel like in the offseason, man. I mean, Brady has really been really, really bad this year, and, and obviously, I'm gonna contribute that to old age and so forth. With the, with company that with the lack of um, offensive talent that we have, um, but he's really been really, really bad, overthrowing a lot of players and so forth. Um, I mean, can we can we really have another year of that as opposed to like you said, I mean, we had Jimmy G. 
Um, I know Belichick wanted to keep him and so forth, and now look at him. They're positioned to go to the – well, but again, this wasn't because of the defense. But, you know. Very true. Uh, here's my thing. Um, for so long, it's been – we've been able to have – kind of an average wide receiver core, maybe slightly below average. Yep. And the Patriots have relied on Brady to, you know, uplift everyone and support, support the, everyone and, and really take what take, you know, take, take chicken, 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 and make chicken salad, essentially. <laughs> um, uh, he obviously, he just doesn't have that ability anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very it's very very obvious, uh, but as far as the Patriots' wide receiver depth, it's about as bad as it's been in recent memory. It's pretty much just Julian Edelman, and there's nobody else in the wide receiver core that you can count on to make a catch consistently. Like everybody else is suspect. Sure. Mohamed Sanu, that trade. <laughs> Was like a flop right now. garbage. Yeah. Was was garbage. Um, Philip Dorsett, you can't trust him to to make plays on a consistent basis. Oh, uh, Myers. Jacoby Myers and the, Jacoby Myers and Nikhil Harry are both are both rookies. Um, a lot of people are down on Nikhil Harry, and I think it's way too early. Uh, the whole, the problem with the Patriots' offensive system is that it's very complex and it's very rigid in that complexity. So you're not going to get a young wide receiver straight out of college, and he's going to just just get put into that system and thrive automatically. It's very, very rare, mm-hmm. especially considering the kill Harry was on IR for the first half of the season. That is very true. Like you're not, you're not, you're not going to get on the same page with, with Brady until most likely the offseason. If you think about looking where Julian Edelman is right now, Julian Edelman didn't get fully cooked until three or four years in. We brought in Danny Amendola to be what Julian Edelman is now, and then Julian Edelman happened to blossom that season. Before that, he was he was I. You know? So uh, I think people need to calm down when they kill Harry. He's, he's going to need some time. Unfortunately, Brady, Brady don't have time. The clock is ticking, clearly. Uh, yeah, it, it, I'm not. Yeah, he's aware of that. I mean, you see how hard he was trying to bounce for Antonio Brown when we first had him. They, they wanted to keep him, but, you know, crap, I man, crap had to do what he do to let AB go. I think that hurts us. And we, and we talk about receiving calls. I'm also talking about, like, like Gronk, too. Like, that's a big loss that we had. That we didn't, that's a boy that we didn't feel yeah. that, that, that tight end that can yeah. also block and make catches in traffic and so forth. We don't have them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the tight end was such the tight end position was such a big part of the Patriots' offense, and it went from being probably the mo- the focal point of the offense to being non-existent. Brady doesn't throw to to the tight ends at all, and then it's it's become pretty clear that he's really, really frustrated that he doesn't trust the wide receivers outside of Julian Edelman at all. The issue with that is. A lot of team, what teams are doing now is just they're just doubling Edelman. They're putting a DB on James White when he's on the field instead of a a linebacker, and they're saying throw to somebody else and beat us, and it's not working. So right now, it's pretty much it's up to Sony Michelle, Rex Burkhead, James White to get the to to do some damage running the football to make teams play Brady honest. I don't I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's pretty it's if the the Patriots playoff hopes are pretty contingent 
on us having a strong running game. If we don't run the ball well on Saturday, I don't think we're winning that game. It's highly unlikely. Yeah. Even, even, even yeah, I, I, I feel you, even though I kind of feel like it's kind of tough to see us lose consecutive games at home, but it's not looking good right now. Uh, it's not. I mean, Tannehill's – Brian Tannehill's been playing football at a high level uh, since – since ten, the Tennessee Titans handed him the starting QB spot and benched, uh, um, uh, I can't even remember his name, Mar- Mariota, Marcus Mariota, right now. Um, AJ Brown has been oh, playing out of his mind, yeah. out of his mind. Um, I think he's averaging like 20 yards a catch right now. He has like 52 catches for like over a thousand yards, which is absolutely ridiculous. The guy's a big play waiting to happen. It seems like every week. You see a highlight of AJ Brown doing something crazy. And then we, then we um, gotta worry about Henry on the ground. Like, exactly, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry led the league in rushing. He's allowed to bring down uh, that offense. Is and they've been. I think they've been. They converting almost like a little bit over eighty percent of their red zone trips, which is absolutely crazy. Um, it's one of those things where do you necessarily trust? Ryan Tannehill to do that in the playoffs? I I don't know. Uh, the thing for for right now, he's been he's been great. I don't know if that'll continue, but uh, it's it's definitely going to be a tall order to stop that offense. Our defense has been playing pretty good, but again, Gilmore has been looking a little suspect the past few weeks. So we'll see if uh, he 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 takes on the challenge and and he shows up on tomorrow to. To uh, handle AJ Brown, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. I, I, I got my eyes on that game. It might be, it might be the end of the patch as we know it, and I don't know. Absolutely, I don't. I, it's because people. A lot of, I think, I think the whole end of the patch as we know it is is very much like not a thing. It's like, what do you expect? Like the Patriots to win the Super Bowl every year? I know, it's like it's almost like a thing that people expect us to go to the AFC playoffs, yep. uh, to the AFC championship uh, every every year. Yeah. But it's I can understand us not winning a Super Bowl and, you know, getting a better debt draft pick and having a better offseason, figuring things out, and maybe making a go of it next year. I understand that. Uh, I think in the grand scheme of things uh, that this whole notion that this is the end of the Patriots as we know it is – very, very, very much not the case. Hmm. Just a, just a, just a down year. That's all. <laughs> and we won. Tw- it's a down year, and we won twelve games. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> exactly. Most teams down years might be what nine, nine and seven, eight and eight. Exactly. The Patriots. It's for us when we're rebuilding. It's it's where we're you know we're winning. We're winning better than than sixty percent of our games, so I I have I don't have an issue with it. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so we, we can move on to the uh, the, the headline game for Sunday, uh, four forty p.m. Seahawks at Eagles. Now, I hate the fact that a team from the NFC is holding a playoff game. Like that, hey, I really think that, that the commissioner and the the board, whatever, they gotta do something about that. Eight and eight team hosting against the Seahawks, who were like an inch away from winning the division. I have to go on the road. That's yeah, that's true. Uh, it's it's just one of those those things that you just you just can't change. I'm fine with the fact that you know the Seahawks didn't win the division, so they're going on the road. It's just if if they they had the opportunity to do so, 
especially considering they lost to like they didn't just lose to the 49ers. The week before that, they lost to the Cardinals too. Yeah, that uh, since yeah, since since all the running backs for that team went down, that they just have not been the same. Russell Wilson's fallen off a little bit. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think I think uh, it should be a good game because Carson Wentz in the last quarter of the season he's been playing really well and started to look like the guy that uh, won the MVP before he got hurt. He's been thrown to nobody. Uh, I honestly, honestly cannot name one re- wide receiver um, that's playing for them right now outside of maybe our take. Uh, and that's rare for someone like me. Uh, pretty much everybody's hurt. Yeah. Everybody that, that, that matters on offense is hurt. Yeah, pretty much. It's like Brandon, Brandon, Books, Brandon Brooks is out on IR. Deshaun Jackson's on IR. Alshon Jeffrey's on IR. Uh, it's like one guy after another. And, and and Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz are both uh, they might not be playing either. Yeah. yeah, so it's just we'll see. I I think this is going to be a, a very interesting game because the the Eagles secondary is absolutely trashed, and then and they've also been dealing with injuries as well. So I'm wondering if the Seahawks are just going to say, "Damn the running game" and air it out with Russell Wilson, uh, but. The Seahawks defense hasn't been all that great either, so I'm thinking that Carson Wentz will be able to do some damage as long as he's not, as long as he stops with the fumbling. Yeah. So that game should definitely be sort of be some must see TV. I'm looking for some offensive fireworks and maybe it going down to maybe the very last minute in the fourth quarter. Now, speaking of um, Carson Wentz, you talked about like he's this is the best he's looked since that season where he was on track to win the MVP until he got uh. Ended and then I think Brady ended up winning it that year. Um, this is a big game for him because he hasn't played in the playoffs yet until until this weekend. Do you think he'll be able to deal with the pressure in that moment? I mean, considering how he's been playing, I mean, you you can make you can make the case out these last three games in the regular season were like playoff atmosphere type game because they were a must win for them. To get. Right. But do you think he'll really be able to deal with the, the pressure? I think I think he'll be able to handle the pressure. Uh, there's there's one thing about about being a quarterback in Philadelphia is that, you know, you're always going to be hearing it from the fans. I think he's definitely had to deal with plenty of pressure and he's definitely dealt with his share of adversity over there with what they've dealt with, with injuries this season. So I think, I think he'll be fine. um, Especially since they're playing at home. Yeah, Uh, It's definitely, definitely going to be a tall order because the Seahawks have been good on the road this year. I think the, I think the Seahawks have only lost one game on the road so far this season. So it's they're definitely going to get punched in the teeth for sure, uh, the Eagles. Uh, but I think uh, Carson Wentz is going to be uh, up to the task this time around. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't see it being a blowout one way or the other. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to be a, a very, very good game. Um, I'm not really sure who I would have to win that game and so forth, but at the Seahawks O-line, I mean, they haven't been protected Wilson all season. He's been scrambling for his life. Much of the, much of the mm-hmm. why people, a lot of people had him um, over um, not over the over Lamar Jackson for the the year because he was doing so much with so much less than Jackson was, but then obviously Lamar ended up pulled away and so forth. I mean, Russell's been playing his ass off, but I don't know if, he, I don't know if the will work this time. Uh, yeah, you have a good point. I think, 
I think especially you know, with, although the Eagles have dealt with injuries in their secondary, their front four is still really good. Uh, Fletcher Cox, I believe he he made the Pro Bowl and maybe might have gotten all pro consideration, but they, they're still pretty good up front. So I do think Russell Wilson will definitely be be dodging some bodies in the pocket. Uh, but I think I, I think Tyler Lockett, DJ Metcalf, and DK Metcalf will uh, will take advantage of that that depleted secondary and uh, get some definitely make some plays. Uh, it's just whether or not uh, Carson Wentz will be able to to keep up and and uh, not turn over the football. I, I think they should be good to go. Yeah, true. Sure, yeah, true, true, true. I mean, it's gonna mm-hmm. be a good game. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, again, both teams are dealing with massive injuries and so forth. You you, you spend anything in beast mode? I I think uh, I think it's just given that he is he came in so late in the season, he didn't really look to be in great shape to me. I think, especially because he he probably doesn't even know the full offense. Yet, I think you're, we're going to see limited carries from Marshawn Lynch. I think he, they'll probably just do a, give him like a little bit of a package, and and it's going to be a little bit predictable. Like when he's in the game, it's almost always going to be uh, a run, or they're going to be keeping him into pass block. I think maybe ten to fifteen carries at the most, at the absolute most. I don't see him being a big factor in this game. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, 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 Pete Carroll's offense is usually heavy on the run, but again, you got somebody who's coming back not in, in top, top shape, 30, 33 years old right now. I mean, can you really rely on them yeah, for a game? So, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think going to that much. It's going to mean a whole lot of pressure sure. on the shoulders of Russell Wilson. Who do, you, who do you think more press So, who do you think more press is on, Wilson or him in that game? Well, I mean, Wilson or Wentz in the game? Uh, I think definitely Wentz. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson at this point, you, you know, he's 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 a legit vet. He's been there. He's done that. He's won Super Bowls. He's played in. He's played in some very very memorable playoff games. You know, he's especially now that the Legion of Boom is gone, and even though Marshawn Marshawn Lynch is back, you know, he's definitely kind of a second fiddle. Russell, that's Russell Wilson's team now. He he runs the show. He's he's the guy. So I don't think there's any pressure on him at all. It's definitely it's definitely more of a thing for Carson Wentz because that Super Bowl run he was he was injured uh, and then they've been and he hasn't played well um, since since he came back from that injury up until like the very end of the season. So I think I think he definitely is going to be going into these playoffs with something to prove. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I, w- I would definitely lean towards what you said too. I mean, this guy, I mean, like he's a, he's an amazing, he's an amazing talent. I'm pretty sure now we can end the debate who's better him or that. I think I'm pretty sure it's Carson Wentz, the best quarterback in the uh, NFC East. Um, but yeah, like you said he's been a lot of injuries over the last couple years. Wasn't there for the championship run, so um, he has a lot to prove to himself. I think too. Not this is just a critic, but to himself, can he absolutely? Can he deliver for his team? when they need him most in high-leverage moments. And I think he has a good chance to pull it off this weekend. I do, too. I I, I do think – I don't see the, the Eagles going deep into the playoffs. Just They're just too depleted with injuries. But I definitely feel that – I feel like they'll, they'll win this game. Oh, yeah. I, I believe whoever wins plays the 49ers. I, I feel the same way. I think they're going to the, they're gonna go to the 49ers and they're and probably going to get – 
can get smoked, but uh, it'll be an interesting game at least for this week. Touche, touche. All right, man, let's, 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 take a, let's take a quick break and we come back and talk about the uh, Saints-Vikings. Uh, for sure. Cool, cool. All right, back to more wild card round talk. Let's go. We got the Sunday early game, Vikings at Saints, uh, Minneapolis Miracle Revenge game, I like to call it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the, the Saints, I, I think, should win this game. Um, they're at home. Drew Brees is, is Drew Brees. I don't trust Kirk Cousins that much at all. Um, right. What do you say after that game? Here's the thing. Kirk Cousins has been really, really good this year. He's been good. Really, he's been really good. Uh, I think he has the, the like the highest passer rating in the the league wow. on the deep ball, um, and they've been doing it without really Adam Thielen being there. Dalvin Cook has been playing well when he's healthy. Uh, I do think things will be contingent on his health somewhat. Oh, thanks. Uh, uh, that that Vikings defense has been good uh, as as per usual. They just they're they're still one of the top defenses in the they, they've been in the top defense in the league for years now, and it just hasn't changed, which is crazy to be consistently near the top of the league. That's very rare. It says a lot uh, about their coaching, but uh, I do think I do think the one one issue is. Xavier Rhodes used to be one of the best corners in the league, and he just hasn't been that as of late. Uh, he's been getting cooked, and you got Michael Thomas on the other side, and the best wide receiver in the game. I'm sorry, Julio. I <laughs> oh, wait, is just... wait, come on. Did you say that Michael Thomas is the best receiver in the game? He's the best receiver in the game. I, I, actually, I, I agree. Can't, I can't, I can't promise. Uh, you know, it's just the guy is – I, I just I, I'm always a big 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 it just not it doesn't necessarily need to be a crazy athlete I like the technicians and that's what Michael Thomas is the guy just gets open gets his catches and it doesn't drop many I I'm not really sure on this one this one is almost a push for me I I feel like if but at the end of the day, uh, I'm, I trust Drew Brees more than I trust Kirk Cousins, and then they're also playing at home. So I'm I'm thinking the Saints win this one, but I would not be surprised at all if the Vikings beat them. Not slight, not even a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings beat them and so forth. Um, but yeah, I just think that Drew Brees is he's, he's Drew Brees. He's, he's consistent. Yeah, with the playing in the in the dome. Well, but once again, the Vikings playing the dome too now. And so forth. Um, but yeah, something about, and then you got Dalvin Cook as a big part, of it, like I said, he's going to be a big part for them to win. But can we, can we rely on him as he's finally coming back after like seven, missed seven weeks and so forth, being rusty? Defensive front. I mean, I think if he's if he's healthy, he'll be fine. The Saints have had some injuries. Uh, you know, they're missing two starters on the defensive line. So they're, they're ripe for the picking if. If Cook is healthy and ready to go, uh, it's just whether or not. Again, it's just whether or not he he can stay on the field. It's he's just it's one of those things. He's just very inconsistent, and 
Uh, I would love to be able to bet on him, but it's just, it's unfortunately you can't. Uh, the, the one sure thing uh, in these playoffs right now is, is the Vikings defense will most likely show up, uh, but you can also count on Drew Brees showing up and, and showing out. Uh, it, it's definitely going to be interesting, but I think the marquee matchup to watch is, is that Saints offense versus the Vikings defense. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. You, with when it comes to when it comes to Kirk Cousins, you never know what you're gonna get. As far as right now, he's been playing really, really well. I just don't know if that's something you can count on happening in the playoffs. You know, under the bright lights and all that. This is you know must see TV when it's been when whenever it's been that kind of situation. Uh, Kirk Cousins really has, hasn't showed up except. Uh, the the you like that game or whatever it was. <laughs> no, that's real. Yeah, um, very. Also, another big X factor for the Saints is Alvin Kamara. He he's kind of been quiet all season. hasn't done much in terms of scoring. He started to come alive a little bit later on in the season, and he's all he can always be a, a factor as well. So yep, on the ground and in in, in the in the, uh, in the in the air too. <laughs> Absolutely, Got on the back foot. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Good game though. Um, do you want to talk about that 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 Texans Bills game? <laughs> actually, that Texas Bills game is actually I think people are underrating that game. That game <laughs> I think is going to be I think that game is going to be really good. Actually, okay. here's, my, here's my thing. Uh, it's really going to come down for the Texans and for the Bills. The defense always travels, so they should be pretty good defensively in that game. But Josh, yep. Allen, no, no, I don't know if I trust him on the road. Kind of like a la Kirk Cousins. Granted, he's been a league right. Um right now it's I mean, even though Josh Allen is you know, he's not known as somebody who is you know, who who can dump it off and string together like a you know, a uh eight to twelve play drive consistently and drive the ball down the field. I almost feel like it's a kind of a situation where he's almost more of a game manager. If he minimizes his turnovers mm-hmm. and he play any factors into the run game, uh, I think I think they can be they can be fine. Tre'Davious White is one of the best corners in the game. He's pretty much second second best to Stephon Gilmore. I think right. I think he made the Pro Bowl, right? Him and him and Gilmore made first team. Yep, uh, Stephon Gilmore was first team All Pro. He got yep. he got a unanimous votes, um, and right after him was Tre'Davious White. Tre'Davious White is great, great. Yep. Um, I think the X factor for the Bills is going to be Devin Singletary, their running back. Um, oh yeah, he's definitely he, he can definitely make some noise. Um, but also one of the biggest the biggest question marks is Will Fuller. Will Fuller is always hurt always hurt but when he's on the field uh the 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 texas offense is absolutely far better so whether or not he plays is definitely a big factor i would pay attention to that um in the in the uh, pregame uh report i would also think that uh, i would also consider jj watt is back the the Texans defense has been pretty bad, but they're getting JJ Watt back to the playoffs. I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent because he's coming off a torn peck, yeah. but he can definitely he can definitely play a factor. 
So we'll see. I think I think that game is actually going to be a little bit better than people think. I think it might it might be a good dog fight. I think it, it's something to watch. I mean, it definitely has the feel of uh, old school fast and slug like old school slug fast sixteen ten score game. I feel like. Yeah, I think I think I think uh, you know DeAndre Hopkins might have a lot tougher game than people might think, and it's definitely going to be a question of. Whether or not Will Fuller's on the other side of him to 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 balance out that deep that Bills defense, mm-hmm. but I, I think Josh Allen will surprise people. He's he's big, strong, really is really good at making plays with his feet. I think this game. I think people are underestimating this game, and I think the Bills um, are actually a lot better team than people think. I mean, their record says it. Um, it's just whether or not. Um, uh, some things fall in their favor. It's it's going to be an interesting game. Oh no, 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 I mean, Josh Allen definitely has the talent. Like I think he's a lot better than people think he really is. I feel like he can be kind of like what uh, I want to say. What, what what's his name? What he was to Kansas uh, City before he got what's his name? Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes. Not Patrick Mahomes. The quarterback before them. Who's the quarterback for Kansas City? Yeah, oh, Alex Smith. Uh, yes, like Alex Smith. I think he could be what Alex Smith was a KC, a, a game manager who doesn't make a lot of mistakes and so forth. Who just you make the plays just to win the game, not going for the home run. You know, just keeping the keeping the table. Absolutely. And I, and one other thing people got to think about is when they get in the red zone, Josh Allen's a really big threat. Like I I wouldn't want to see them within ten yards of of uh, you know within within the goal line because. He's always just been able to just – he's that one guy who can shrug guys off and, and put the ball into the end zone himself. Like, you got to really watch out for him. So, I think I, – I definitely think this is going to be an interesting game, and it's uh, uh, one I'm actually uh, salivating for. That that and the, uh, the Saints-Vikings game, two games that I really want to watch. Yeah, that's that's it. That's yeah, I mean, okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm down in this game. I'm not as high as, as you are. Uh, but yeah, I could be wrong. You could be right. <laughs> who, who do you think the best player will be in Wildcard Weekend? Um, oh, the most I mean, standout player. The most the standout player is most likely going to be Drew Brees. I think mm. he has the most tools available to him. Uh, he's going to be at home. He's going to be playing in his dome. Uh, that 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 dome is always loud. I think he he, he should have himself a good game and acquit himself well um it's 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 i think it's definitely his his time to shine even though some people are trying to some people on twitter have been trying to compare his say that he deserves to be compared to to brady which is absolutely ridiculous you know it's like so you're talking about 15 games worth of stats versus 40 games of stats like if you're gonna you're playing 40 40 games you're gonna re- regress towards the mean when you're talking about playing against top tier competition. I think like Breeze has like a hundred passer rating to like Brady's uh ninety yeah. uh, playoff passer rating. But that's neither here nor there. Um I but uh, you know it's definitely I definitely think this is even though this round might be good, uh what I'm really waiting for is definitely the week following. Um I think even everyone keeps talking about Lamar Jackson being, you know, as great as he is. There's a sleeping giant in Kansas City 
named Patrick Mahomes, who I feel like is gonna I feel like is gonna show everybody like, yeah, <laughs> I know you I know Lamar Jackson's been doing his thing, but don't forget about me. He's the best quarterback in the game when he's on. And um I really feel right now it's it's Casey's chip to lose. I don't think anybody wants to play them, even the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I actually think that they're. Uh, I actually think that the Ravens aren't going to was going to be KC come out of the AFC. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling KC. I feel like it's almost going to be the KC Saints or KC uh, San Francisco, as long as that that run game in San Francisco keeps going. Uh, the defense is, has taken a little, has taken some steps back in the. Uh, and the latter half of the season, the last quarter of the season, I think that was mainly due to injuries. As long as some people uh, get healthy and takes this bye to exactly. to uh, recuperate in their back next week, um, maybe they can uh, maybe they can uh, have a good run in the playoffs because that defense was playing out of its mind earlier in the season, and all of a sudden they've just been giving up points left and right. No, you're right. Yeah, man. That 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 bye definitely gonna um do them some some good better so forth. That Absolutely. Oh man. All right. Well, we can wrap up the part now. Uh, let's get back to it uh, next week. So uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know where to find me. Yes, sir. You got you got any plans for this weekend? Um. So my uh for Christmas I uh, got my dad uh a brand new um fifty five inch four K TV. So. Oh, I'll be hanging. I'll be hanging out with him tomorrow to watch the game. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he doesn't get too excited. My dad, my dad goes crazy when the games are on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I, I probably might just hoop tomorrow morning and then before the game start and then watch the game and so forth. But that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually on the other side. Juice and cleanse. I started it today. And my <laughs> sister, she wanted me to do that for her for the New Year's. She said like, like oh, I'm not for that life, man. I can't do it. Yeah, listen, I, 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 the first day, I'm like, what the hell? I need something to eat. Physically. <laughs> it's crazy. I got six more days after this, and I'm good. Ooh, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, you have a good weekend, man. We're, 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 up on, we're up on Twitter and so forth. Yes, sir. Do you think? Yes, sir. Take care, man. All right, bye. Special thanks to the homie Eves. Thank you to Anchor and thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, which I'm most certainly you did, uh, be sure to subscribe as the Mr. Vincent podcast is available on several platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Play. And if you like, you can keep up with me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Vincent 13. And you can also like my Facebook fan page as well. Emmanuel Vincent. Well, that's all the time we have for now. Hey, a lot of games on. Should be interesting. Make sure you enjoy it. Be safe. Till next time. Take care.